and welcome to this week's episode of Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. I'm Cat. I'm Tom. And today we're going to be crafting the perfect conspiracy theory. Crafting. Uh huh. Nice. Creating it from scratch. Brilliant. That's the plan. This is now an arts and crafts show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the idea is that we kind of want to see what will happen, who we can get to believe if we just put something out there into the internet, into the internet. Into the internet. <laughs> into it. <laughs> into the internet verse. So we want to create the perfect conspiracy theory to float online and just push out into the world. And then we're going to document how it spreads, how it changes, and if anyone actually believes it. <laughs> this is exciting. So are we basically just trying to sort of test um, what nonsense you can put out into the world and have it kind of be picked up and believed. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see if it picks up. I, I hope it picks up how it spreads mm, yeah. and that kind of thing. And if it changes and that kind of stuff. So basically the idea is this episode we're going to be talking about how to make the perfect conspiracy. And then at the end we're going to spitball some ideas and come up with something. And then I think probably at the end of each episode... We might give a quick update about how the conspiracy is going along. Maybe in a few months do another episode about keeping everyone up to date. Yeah. See how it goes. It, it might not be a weekly thing because I don't think... Uh, like, we're hoping to release podcasts every week. But I don't think we'll have enough updates for a weekly update at the end of the show. So we'll be updating as we go. If we do have enough updates weekly for a conspiracy theory put into out into the world that'll be a disaster yeah like, if we have weekly news then we've done something terrible um are we at, at the end as well gonna get people to kind of um uh are we gonna ask people to almost vote on what they think we should do or yeah, yeah. tell us what they think we should do in our conspiracy theory so the plan is i'm gonna go over a brief history of conspiracies and what makes a good conspiracy theory and then we're both going to throw around some ideas and come up with a couple of ideas. And then we'll probably do like, I don't know, a Twitter poll where people vote for their favorite mm. or people can add their own or something like that. So if anyone has a theory that they want to pitch, just let us know. And our Twitter is at catscab underscore pod. No, no, it's not. Damn. It's at catscabinet underscore pod. So go follow us on Twitter. Do that now. Yeah. Now. Do it. Tom's in charge of social media, if you can't tell. I am, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have something to do. All right, so before we start making a conspiracy, we want to talk about what makes one good. And yes. we're going to talk first. A brief history of conspiracy theories. Nice. I've really enjoyed researching this. I think this has probably been my favourite episode to research because I just find it so fascinating. And I guess it's been quite general because you've been yeah. just all of them yeah. researching. And it's kind of what makes people believe conspiracy theories. Okay. And what to... does make people believe conspiracy <laughs> theories? We're getting on to that, Tom. <laughs> First, I'm giving you a definition. Sorry, I'm trying to be a good co-host. Uh, right, define uh, definition. Do it. It's a bit of a shit definition, but I, I don't like many definitions. <laughs> I have a thing against a lot of definitions. As we know from our constant <laughs> argument as a couple about whether cereal is a soup. Which it is. <sighs> Let's not get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so the definition is the theory that an event or phenon phenomenon occurs as a result of a conspiracy between interested parties. Right. So it's vague. 
Yeah, so that could be just believing anyone who's caused anything, really. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, with the definition, anything could fall under a conspiracy theory, but you inherently know what a conspiracy theory is. Mm. It's like we were talking about in our cults episode. Like, you inherently you know what a cult is, you know the feel of a cult, but you can't necessarily put it into words what exactly it is. Yeah, it, it's kind of got a connotation mm. of, uh, of the flavour. Um, yeah. So a conspiracy theory to me has a kind of flavour of being a bit one that the thing it's they believe is sinister, mm-hmm. and that believing it in some way is rejecting mainstream media yeah, or something like that. It's interesting because the word sort of conspiracy theory or like the idea of a conspiracy theory was as actually kind of really new. Like it's only been used in that context since between 1870 and 1909. That's, that was longer ago than I thought it would be. Well, it, uh, that's only about 150, 100 years ago where the word conspiracy theory was around. And it wasn't until the 1960s that it had the negative connotation of being uh, like paranoid and that kind of hat. thing. So I think it's 1960s was kind of the birth of a conspiracy movement as we know mm. it now. Well, and it is a movement. Yeah. I and it think. was kind of the, I guess at that time you had the birth of all counterculture stuff. Yeah. And just not believing what the man told you was yeah. the sort of thing. And it's also kind of, a, as JFK happened, JFK happened. Um, and people believe that even the CIA created the negative connotation of conspiracy theory for people who didn't believe that Harvey Lee Oswald killed JFK. Lee but Harvey that's a Oswald, whole, actually. Harvey Lee Oswald. Harvey Lee, I thought he was Lee Harvey Oswald. I think it's Harvey Oswald, but... <laughs> He's an Oswald. He's one of the Oswald clan. They're all the same. It's Harvey Lee. Is it? Yeah, I just Googled... Oh, no, it's Lee Harvey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you just got... Uh, what is it? Bernstein affected. Okay. But the thing is that I wrote that up and didn't even have to Google his name. I knew it was those names. I just didn't know the order. Whoops. Fact checking. <laughs> I love that with the internet we can do this on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> and do a podcast. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, conspiracies in 1960s, it was the birth of a new movement. And it was once only for like wackadoos and people who didn't really know <laughs> anything. Wackadoos. <laughs> but then obviously with the internet and a shift from mainstream media to independent media, especially in the last like decade even at like more mm. recently five years yeah and then conspiracies have had this huge boom and actually we're gonna play a fun game because the belief Ooh. of conspiracy theories is actually really widespread like more so than you might think so this is our segment of enforced fun hooray enforced fun. <laughs> games with rules and the rules have games right so i'm gonna read an event and you're gonna guess how many Americans, the percentage of Americans that think that the government is hiding information or covering something up about that event. Right, okay. Okay. The 9-11 attacks, what percentage do you think think that the government's covering stuff up? I want to say 10%. 54. 54.3%. 54? 54.3%, mm-hmm. Jeez, I mean, I guess covering something up about it is quite yeah. vague yeah even so it, so the, official, the thing was the government is hiding information or covering it up 
Right. So that that would mean the majority of Americans think that 9-11 was somehow yeah. not the story that we know mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And you'll find lots of statistics like that online. Obviously, these aren't verified. These aren't... I'm not sure if what sample size these have. Yeah, Because this right. might just be someone posting on a... The article I read seemed pretty legit, but they could have got their facts and figures from just posting on a Reddit forum. So. Well, it's still a fun game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the JFK assassination. Um, I, I'm going to say higher than 9-11, and therefore I'm going to say about 60. It's actually only 49.6. Really? Okay. That's still, that's still quite a lot. I think he... Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, the origin of the AIDS virus. Ooh. Now this is this is quite a popular uh, thing, as far as I know, because of the fact it just kind of not came from nowhere, but had a real sudden mm. spike. I'm going to say sixty percent again. Thirty point one percent. Thirty. Okay. Mm. Then we've got. Okay, how many people do you think uh, Ob- think that Obama's birth certificate was fake? I mean, that's another wackadoo. Yeah. <laughs> thing. I would hope like 5%. 30.2. There's more people who believe that Obama's birth certificate was fake than believe the origin of the AIDS virus was the government. I mean, few people should be believing either. But yeah. <laughs> God. 30%. Okay, okay. Here's a fun one. A fun one. Good. Global warming. Oh, the, yeah, that is fun. So this is destruction on a global scale. Mm-hmm. That's the most global warming. How have. many people do you think think global warming is something to do with conspiracy theories? Okay, this is Americans though, not uh-huh. just, Americans. Not, so Americans. not people. As such, okay, but, yeah, uh, Americans as a population. <laughs> I'm sorry, Americans. <laughs> um, yeah, because we've got loads of Americans listening to us. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to seventy percent of Americans <laughs> who don't think Obama's birth certificate was. Um, I'm uh, see going off the other numbers 20% feels like an optimistic guess but if you hadn't read those numbers out to me that would seem like a really cynical guess if that makes sense I would have said about like 7% so I'm, I'm going to go 15 I'm going to hope it's not more than that 42.1%. I mean, I wanted Trump to be impeached, but now they (laughs) they deserve everything they get, quite frankly. Yeah, I don't know. The more I look at these figures, the more it's like, that's actually insane. Again, I guess sample size and statistics might not be on point here. but um, This is the most insane one, I think. Plans for a one-world government. So that's New World Order or, order or Illuminati. What percent of Americans do you think think has some truth in that? I mean... Okay, for one thing... See, I would have automatically said, like, 2%. Yeah. Or something like that. Like a tiny... Less mm. than that. Less than 1%. I don't know why you you'd want a one-world government. Like, government is, is is not that fun, as far as I know. And, having, and imagine if it was a... Govern- one, like, imagine a one-world government trying to get anything done. Mm, yeah. 
Like, well, I mean, then it's the whole, oh, you suppress the masses and then it's... Mm. Uh, but I mean, even like paperwork, but a sheer paperwork <laughs> that would have to be done and a bureaucracy that would go into managing that many levels of government. Yeah, I mean, they could line their pockets, I suppose, but it just seems like, what's the point? I'm going to say 10%. 32.9%. Oh, for fuck's sake. 32.9%. <laughs> That's insane. We've got two more. The moon landing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's fairly mainstream, I'm going to say 40. 24.2. 24, okay. No, that's These good. have all well, good, baffled but... me because the highest is the 9-11, then it's JFK, and then the bottom is moon landing with, like, plans for a one-world government in between, and then alien encounters. Where do you think that? Alien encounters. Um, I, I would say it's higher. I would say it's, like, 30, 40. Yeah, 42.6. 42%, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that concludes our fun game. That was a fun game. That was the end of a fun game. Fun can stop now. (laughs) Fun's over. It's cancelled. Let me deflate these balloons and uh, remove my party (laughs) hat. The fun has stopped. Uh, If you're interested in, like, the stats and maths behind conspiracy theories, which I am, but I'm not going to go into here, uh, Live Science has a really interesting article about it, about kind of the sheer volume of people who would have to be behind... uh, conspiracy theory and the stats and how they just don't Mm. line up so if anyone's interested in that you can read it and also i meant to say earlier if you're interested in the history of conspiracies the wikipedia page is actually super useful like in general like wikipedia is really shit for conspiracy stuff because it just doesn't cover anything yeah everything has to have a citation yeah yeah. (laughs) but in this case like it's actually really good and it's got some really good sources and books listed at the bottom which i haven't read all the way through but i've skimmed (laughs) (laughs) she skimmed people the research is is on point Uh, we've got some more stats to play with okay this is belief this is just looking at jfk and the percentage of people who believe that jfk was either one man killed jfk or others were involved and it's looking at breaking it down between sex gender so gender race educational background voter back stuff and these is americans mm. so who do you imagine believes most that jfk is a conspiracy um, I'm going to go with my not knowing much about all of that general prejudice and say that it's um, Republican rural white men. So 76% of black men believe that JFK was killed by not Har- Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> what, the, the, the Lee or the Harvey or the, the Oswald? Lee or the Harvey. Oswald. Let's the just call him Berlin. Oswald. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about white men? And then white men, it goes down to 56%. 56? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, sorry, 62. 62. 62. Completely wrong, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at women. I, so was I, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird joke. I'm not sure why I said that. <laughs> We're oh, in a room together. But now it's broadcast everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's not broadcast. There's very much uh, room for control of the recording process. But it's also, fine. You can just edit out later. Yeah, I don't want to. That's, that's <laughs> more effort. effort. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's lower for women. 
Yeah, much lower for women, which I think is to... I'm not sure why I think that's to be expected. Yeah. But I think it's probably because... It, it, I don't know. Men it just, just seem like much more thing. likely to believe in conspiracy theories. I don't know why. Mm. There's more of a um, conflict. I think they've just got more time on their hands. <laughs> like, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, I don't know. They don't have to worry about like like periods or babies and, and shit like that. Like, statistically, a lot more women are looking after children and working now and therefore have a lot less time in general than men of the same age. Right. But anyway, that's completely off the subject. <laughs> do, do your periods make you believe the lamestream media, Catherine? Is that what you're saying? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to black men, I think um, it, that all that's probably because uh, the government at that yeah, time... Yeah. You, you'd be very mistrustful of because of the things they did and do. Um, I mean, yeah. I you're know. more likely to believe the state is against you. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, I'm not convinced. This was only for the JFK assassination. I'm not convinced if it were for other conspiracy theories that you'd see the same results because I, I feel like the JFK case is a very specialist. Well, not specialist, but it's quite an unusual conspiracy theory in some ways. Mm. In that a lot of people don't believe it was actually a bad government thing. It was an accident. Anyway. That's another episode. That's the entire episode. Yeah. But we'll run through the rest of the statistics. Um, In general, it's much more likely that you believe in a conspiracy theory if you don't have a college degree. Mm-hmm. Um... If you're a registered voter, you're less likely to believe. So people, you're more likely, you're less likely to believe, yeah. So if you're not a registered voter and you, you're independent and don't lean anyway, then you're much more likely. So if you basically just reject the system yeah. anyway. Yeah. 70% of independents believe JFK was killed by someone else. Really? Yeah. Oh. So that's a higher amount. And I think it's because of a distrust of both sides. Mm. Yeah. And unsurprisingly, if you voted for Donald Trump, you're much more likely to believe in a conspiracy than if you voted for Hillary Clinton. Well, colour me <laughs> shot. My yeah, gosh. Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> I am literally sure. It's not like he's cultivated a conspiracy. Uh, <laughs> Emphasis uh, on cult. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he started, well, he didn't start, but, like, he was, he propagated the Obama thing, and that, like, mm. it's actually, ins- let's not. <laughs> it, I feel like we could go off on so many different tangents with this podcast, because there's so many different interesting things, like, just for this episode, I mean. Yeah. And it's quite a general discussion topic. So, should we keep it punchy by yeah, going let's to the next try. bullet point? Yeah, the next bullet point <laughs> on my list of bullet That's, points. That was, that was a bullet Stop. <laughs> For the listener at home, I just looked very sad. <laughs> just imagine it for yourself. Right, so we're going to talk about the huge growth of belief in conspiracy theories in the last decade or so, because it has increased a lot. Mm. Like, it's taken off in a way that I don't think anyone could have ever predicted really like conspiracies have become mainstream i think you think there's more than 50 percent of people 
believe in the 9-11 attacks were planned by the government or involved with the government. More than 50% of Americans. That's mainstream. That is, yeah. I mean, I'm still not quite sure about that statistic because it's so, it's so vague and general. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, 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 I concede that point. It is a lot more mainstream yeah. now. And there's definitely, like, there's peer-reviewed articles where over, there's at least 50% of Americans who believe in a conspiracy. Mm. It might not be all believing the same one, but there's loads of people who believe in conspiracy theories. Yeah. Loads. Yeah. And it's become, I think, a lot more accepted, at least than it used to be. Like, we still make the joke about conspiracy theorists living in their mum's basements and stuff. <laughs> but most people probably know a fair few people who believe in the moon landing hoax, in lots of other random stuff the jfk yeah. stuff the 9-11 stuff like the big ones you mm. you you will know someone who believes it yeah we have a certain family member who i won't discuss um who we can't mention the moon landings around because it could lead to a <laughs> heated family debate um as we we should get like him on it. an episode let's no <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got bigger fish to fry <laughs> It's got right. bigger flags to analyse the <laughs> waving of in space. Of We're gonna, we, we are going to do a moon landing one because there's some interesting stuff. Ah, very good. But yeah, it is, it is very common now. So do we know any reasons? I mean, I guess internet is yeah, the well, thing. There's loads of different theories, but I have my personal sort of theory and there's loads of theories you can go out there and research we would need hours and hours and hours because it is like a, a issue that actual people who study sociology look at yeah and this is just one theory but i think it's, it's the one i like and it's one that i'm really interested in and it's to do with the movement of anti-intellectualism and anti-academia so if you want to, we'll go through it a little bit, but it's generally known as anti-intellectualism. Uh, so if you want to read more about it, you search that. Mm. I prefer the term anti-academia. And they, they mean the same thing. It's just I think that people who have this mindset, which I'll explain in a minute, like it's not that they're anti-intelligence or they hate intelligent people. It's that they hate the kind of formal system we use at the moment to measure intelligence and they don't trust trained scientists and they don't trust academia it's very that much kind of that thing. brexit um we're stuck of experts thing yeah yeah definitely Govian yeah thought um so uh, we could do a whole episode on this i find it so interesting <laughs> i like it when you start splitting <laughs> just because you've got so many things you want you yeah want to i say. just i i find this so interesting and i wish i could do a whole study on it because i like Maybe you should one day. It's, yeah, it's why I find conspiracies so fascinating and why I, I think we started this podcast, why I started this podcast, because it, it's just fascinating what people will believe. Mm. But in general, the idea is it's people trust what they can see, touch, and prove for themselves. And a scientist saying, trust me, you wouldn't understand this, just isn't going to cut it for them. Yeah. Which I think is kind of... Or any kind of, of authority figure. Yeah, any authority figure telling them what to think, which is understandable. But instead of 
like the traditional pursuit of knowledge, going down an academic route, reading books about, you know, the current scientific theories and then understanding understanding it and questioning understanding. it. Understanding. Understanding. It's what I do, Tom. <laughs> I understand things. I'm sick of exponents trying to help me understand it in the world. I think Flat Earth, I'm moving on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fed up of being mocked for not being able to talk, Tom. I don't know why I started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> should have been a monologue instead, shouldn't it? No, I just can't talk. It should have been a... A robot. A yeah. text-to-speech. <laughs> yeah. This week on Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. I just get excited and I trip over my words. I'm sorry for interrupting you. We're moving on to the next bullet point. Flat Earth is an example of what I was just talking about. It is. And it is crazy that that's a thing at all. They've had their a convention. They've had their convention. <laughs> and they've all got, got together and they're talking about the Earth is flat. And loads of people believe it. And it's like scientists who are saying, dude, you're wrong. I have studied this my entire life. And they're like, no. What? How high do you think the... Um level of uh, qualifications is in the flat earth convention how many how many doctorates do you i think know we've got around? the main guy in it i believe has two master's degrees but he's also i i, I could be completely wrong about that so don't take that for my, my word for that i have we're doing a flat earth episode where i'll do my own research right? yeah fact checking will occur in roughly six to eight months time <laughs> in the flat earth episode um but yeah, it's not a high level of qualification. No. But um, we'll talk, the rise of anti-academia, I think, is kind of partially due to the constant changes in science we're witnessing at the moment. Like, I think we've lived, lived through a completely unique time in history. Mm. Like, with the internet. And we're essentially living in a science fiction novel. Yeah, a really lame science fiction novel. But still a science fiction novel. <laughs> <laughs> Only in a science fiction novel would Grimes be dating Elon Musk. I'm I'm still sad about it, Catherine. I'm 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 happy for them. I mm. think they're kind of cute. Yeah, but she was cool. She is she not still? I think she's cool. Yeah. I think he's kind of like. Um, I wouldn't, not, not cool, but he, he's not awful. Well, I can't wait to discuss how charismatic he is when we're being marched into the robot death camps uh, with Elon Musk's f face on all the robots. I don't think he's as smart as everyone thinks he is. I think he just hires smart people. Mm. Anyway, we're anyway. off subject. We keep doing a tangent you can't wiggle your hand <laughs> that won't that won't appear on the microphone cat i was hope i couldn't remember the word <laughs> i was hoping you'd pick it up for me right <sighs> rise of anti-academia yeah it is yeah this is again all my opinion so there's loads of different reasons for people believing that in the rise of anti-academia but i think it kind of happened because so, I, like, 
scientists have changed their mind about a lot of things in the last like what 50 years so things like classical mechanics so originally classical mechanics was our basis for understanding the world around us and then it turned out that that didn't really apply to a lot of the world (laughs) and newtonian physics in general only really applies to how we see the world and not relativity and special relativity and quantum mechanics and things Mm. that we can't even i mean we as in you and me but we can't understand there are very smart people who can understand it um and all their brains are in a jar somewhere i imagine that's my conspiracy theory what is actually just brains in a jar it's a giant computer. Anyway, I'm insert hand wiggle here in you again. Anyway, and I, all of that kind of was down to Albert Einstein, who only died in 1955. Was so that all, recent? Yeah. Huh. All of these changes we've had to our very understanding of how the universe works happened in the last 100 years. Mm. And... Like, everything is changing so fast, and things that we're told are true years later are not true. And it's changing so fast that we've actually had to introduce the concept of a half-life of knowledge. And that that sort of concept was introduced in the 60s. And it's the rule that states that as scientific knowledge grows by a factor of 10 every 50 years, what scientists know now will most likely be wrong or obsolete in 45 years. So that means the things you learn in your degree or the things you learn in your 20s now will be incorrect by the time you retire. I mean, the things I learned in my degree were incorrect during my degree. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, that's how fast technology is moving and how fast our understanding of science is moving. mm. So if you're told by some academic, like, this is correct, and then a few years later, or 10 years later, or 20 years later, you're told, he was wrong, he's changed his mind, it's actually this. Mm. And the fact that we know that that's going to happen, and we know that everything we're learning now is probably going to be wrong in 50 years. Like, why would you trust academics, and why would you trust scientists? But is it, is it that stuff becomes wrong, or is it more like it's just not quite right? Like, the things that we used to think about science yeah. were kind of right-ish. Yeah. But then to a certain point, they didn't work, so we changed them a bit. Yeah. As far as I know, it's not like everything, everything in the world, water no. was wet or, or anything like that. No, but it's still like, imagine if, you, imagine if you've got a job where every day you're doing the same thing and you're repeating it and it seems to be working fine. And yeah. then someone comes in and tells you, that thing I told you to do 10 years ago, you need to change it slightly and it will make things slightly better. And every so often they come in and tell you, you need to change, we've got something new, or we, you need to change, the last thing we told you was wrong. Like, I think that would make you distrust what scientists are saying and what academics are saying. I can totally understand not trust, not wanting to put all your faith in what academics are saying now because you know that in 30 years they're probably going to have changed their mind. Yeah, I think it's a wrong line of logic, but I can see why people yeah. would believe it, I guess. Yeah, and I I think it's kind of factored as well with like corporations, especially in America, just essentially paying their way into politics. Mm. And an uneducated society who rely on corporate mass media to inform them. 
and, and, and independent media is their only source of knowledge outside of that world. And anyone who chooses voluntarily to be a media source and puts a microphone <laughs> in front of them, just imagine they've done that without any kind of financial incentive. <laughs> or, you know, I mean, they're obviously mad. And, uh, you know, anyone who does a podcast, I think, should be shot. They are insane. Mm, yeah. And they're just filling your head with these anti-establishment ideas. They are. And eventually I'm... you're just going to go out and kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> Some people listen to our podcast to go to sleep. I feel like <laughs> we don't need that subliminal messaging in here. <laughs> anyway, I think that's my opinion with why conspiracies have become so popular. Is that I think there's a, just this mistrust of academics, this mistrust of the government, a mistrust of our education system especially in America, it's just created a perfect storm for conspiracy theories. Yeah. Mm. And the internet, you can now join up with uh, loads of your buddies, even if you are into some really weird niche stuff. um, You can find at least 50 buddies on a forum um, who've typed in the same perverse keywords as you. And it used to be you weren't able to do that. You had to post letters or something. Yeah. And I think people are just feeling fed up with the way that things are at the moment mm. but instead of blaming their real oppressors <laughs> which is corporations <laughs> dum 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 they just blame the new world order or someone easier to blame because they like having mcdonald's which is understandable <laughs> i like having mcdonald's but they are evil I don't <laughs> yeah yeah but does does um does moral retribution taste as good as uh, chicken nuggets you know doesn't does it i really like chicken nuggets <laughs> <laughs> and the taste of sin and suffering and uh, you know clearing rainforests in the amazon <laughs> should we just change this podcast into a discussion of the McDonald's menu. I think if we do, we'll eventually get sponsorship. So, might be. And then we'll be part of the mainstream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what we've always wanted. Hooray. Hooray. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that's my personal thought process on why conspiracies have had such a huge boom in the last few years. And whatever the reason, the truth is they have had a huge boom and you probably know someone who believes a conspiracy. Um, True that. Yeah. That's just the state of the world that we're in. And I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you... It's a horrible thing that loads of people believe wrong things. No, okay. I I don't like it. I just like reading what people... The crazy things that people have to say. this This is like when you watch Drag Race and there's drama and you're like... There's yes, drama. Yes, great. Yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um. Anyway, we're moving on. You can just move on without saying that. I know. <laughs> this is making a really disjointed podcast episode. I'm sorry to everyone listening. I end a segment and I'm just like, we're moving on now. <laughs> it's finished. Done. <laughs> next. What makes a good conspiracy theory, Tom? That's my next subheading. Okay, tell me. Um, okay. (laughs) Right, we're going to look at some of the most popular conspiracy theories, okay? New World Order, Illuminati, chemtrails, flat earth, vaccinations, 9-11, JFK, global warming. 
That's a lot. That's a list. That's a, that is a list. And I've boiled it down to some main bullet points. And this is what we're going to make our conspiracy theory from. And Ooh. this is kind of touching on everything we've spoken about before. So, number one, distrust of the government slash scientists slash any authority. Number two, Check. the world's stacked against the little people. Number three, glamour, celebrities, sex, tech, and other cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> you that... heard me. Sex is cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 1950s rebel. Why don't you put on your, your leather jacket and ride your motorcycle while drinking a milkshake? <laughs> All right. Number four, appeals to base level common sense. No science. <laughs> science bad bad no nuance something where you can think about and think yeah that sounds about right <laughs> yeah. number five something that cannot immediately be proved wrong number six something where the person who believes in it is enlightened or somehow better than everyone else Rose, that's that's my list that's a that's a good list mm -hmm. there's a there's a lot of good good things yeah. there so those are the traits we want However, there are also another few rules that I want to put in for us to obey. Okay. So, I don't want our conspiracy theory to be awful, as in racist or anti-Semitic, because a lot of conspiracy theories are, and they're very popular just because they're anti-Semitic. Yeah, and if we put something out into the world like mm -hmm. that, it could have real-world harm if it yeah. got picked up. That's the thing. We, we're not expecting it to pick up especially but if it does we don't want anything bad to happen because of it so really we want to model it on something like the flat earth because it's mainly harmless no one's going to go out and kill someone about it <laughs> it's it's not going to be a big deal it's just a theory yeah so mm. that that's our kind of rules we want to include all of the traits we've listed to make it you know the perfect conspiracy theory but then we also want to make sure it's harmless and we're not telling people to go out and kill Beyonce. <laughs> the, the way you said that makes you, me think that you had a theory where you were going to tell people to go no, out and kill No, I just mean Beyonce. there's so many Beyonce theories. Yeah. And people hate Beyonce because of them. You're just bitter because earlier I said I didn't like Beyonce that much. And you proceeded to play me all of Lemonade. I didn't play all of Lemonade. I played for three songs on YouTube. Because she hasn't got her shit together and put it all on YouTube. I'm sorry, Beyonce. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, sounds like you and Beyonce should host a podcast if you love her so much. <laughs> right. So, ideas? Right. Tom, do you have any ideas then? <laughs> um... I, I've been I've been having a few ideas. I've been trying to think of one we can do that's kind of like silly enough that when we do the yeah. episode about it, it'll seem funny, but not so silly that um, people no won't immediately. Yeah, but the thing is, flat Earth. That sounds so ridiculous that no one would believe it, and loads mm. of people believe it. And I do think there's probably um, certain merit to thinking that a lot of these kind of things they get joked into existence. Yeah, like a lot of them, yeah. something is so ridiculous that then it goes viral. Like, oh, look, someone believes this. Yeah. And then that only spreads it to people who do believe yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. it's, it's actually really good for their, mm -hmm. you know, strategy. I think and loads of them, when you thing. watch Flat Earth 
documentaries and stuff, which, which I do a lot, mm. um, loads of them say, oh yeah, I know it sounds really funny. I started off thinking it sounded really ridiculous and funny. All of them say that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No one says, oh yeah, I heard about it and I thought, yeah, 100%, that's right. <laughs> People start off not believing it and reading it because they're like, haha, that's funny. I wonder who believes that. And then they get sucked in. It's amazing that people can be memed into stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> memed into oblivion. <laughs> that's, that's what's going to happen to the world. Um, I, I, had, I had an idea for um, something about mall Santas. Oh, you yeah. know mall Santas? Yeah, yeah. Santas in the mall. Uh-huh. I find them inherently funny because um, it's like this... Ho ho ho! Jolly goodness, Jesus person. Mm-hmm. But you know, really, it's it's some dude who, at the end of his shift, it just turns back into a real dude. Yeah, clocks like, out and oh bloody kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I wanted thought about doing some conspiracy theory where all mall Santas are actually disguised and they're part of some global network of assassins or spies Ooh. or something like that. And that assassin Santa because they're all disguised. Right, no one, no one asks them any questions, but they're yeah. they're in public and they can spy on people. Well, what about yeah, Santas who are gathering data on our children? <laughs> like... What do they want for Christmas? <laughs> I'm going to put this in my database. No, but mate, Santas don't just ask what do you want for Christmas. They say, "What's your name, little girl? Sit on my lap. How old are you?" What's your They're gathering your number? data. <laughs> Santa's so were the Google original. Google doesn't have to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> they were the original Cambridge Analytica. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Santa's grotto. Um, I, it would probably be, we'd have to flesh it out a bit. I wonder whether mm. playing on this whole anti-Russian thing that's mm, at the moment mm-hmm. maybe saying that the, the Kremlin is responsible for it because it's the kind of thing that yeah, yeah, people lap that shit up. Yeah, or you play it as a vague thing that it's part of some government and then people yeah. can believe whichever so one they don't like. So distrust of government. Uh-huh. Does it tick world stacked against the little people? I guess if we're making the Santas spying and passing information about them, then you kind of want the people who believe it to feel though, as if they're being victimised, as if it's not like Russian spies just spying on the American government. Because they also hate the American government. They want it to be a personal attack on them. I suppose, yeah, it would need to be. And also, most adults probably don't interact with more Santas much, I hope. No, but that's the thing is they'll find out things about your children. That's what would be the real thing. So you play on that. Yeah. Yeah. Glamour. I think Santa's pretty glamorous. Is this is this where you tell me you think Santa's a sex icon or something? <laughs> I decide on the podcast on air to just bring up the fact I want you to dress as Santa. That's how I'm doing it. <laughs> I would I would make follow up jokes for that, but it actually disgusts me so much yeah, that I'm, I'm just, not. <laughs> just not going to. Also, my mum might be listening, so let's let's not do that. Appeals to base level common sense. I think it does. Um, a base level distrust of strangers like people don't trust creepy old Santas anyway because they're creepy and they might fiddle your kids and you don't want (laughs) to I don't think people believe that necessarily but I wouldn't leave my kid alone with a mall Santa well no one does leave them alone do they 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 key with them I think it kind of there's kind of a common sense of like Oh, yeah, that's why more Santas are everywhere. But then, because it can also be quite easily explained with, well, no, kids like Santa. Well, yeah, like but Santa so can a so. lot of things be very easily explained. 
I suppose. Okay. I don't know why I'm not defending my own conspiracy theory. It, it cannot immediately be proved wrong, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And the person who believes it is enlightened because they're like, yeah. Seen through the Matrix, man. Seen, yeah. Yeah. The yeah, other yeah. thing I would, if we didn't do that, I'd quite like to do a conspiracy theory that actually makes more people vegan. Like, yeah. imagine <laughs> if you told people, oh, yeah, cow's milk is chemtrails, or it's actually, um, it's actually just coloured water mm. meant to look like milk. And it, it puts little nanobots in your brain. Yeah, and then conspiracy theorists um, might, you know... Be better people. They'll either be healthier and therefore happier and therefore not believe in conspiracies or they'll um, have so little energy and protein <laughs> they'll be too weak to type and that'll be good too. Hmm. But I haven't really I feel like there's actually already... From our first ever episode, we talked about the... the Beatles mm. on that forum there were a lot of vegans who don't eat veg- who don't eat um meat or animal products because of GM stuff. Oh yeah. And like genetic engineering and all of that kind yeah, of Yeah, people get funny about all that kind of yeah. stuff, don't they? I know yeah. it's controversial, but it's a bit of a mysterious boogeyman of yeah. food. Did you have any um, yeah, I've got three to quickly pitch. Okay, brilliant. The first one is that polar bears don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is that the World Health Organization have a cure for the common cold, but they aren't sharing it. Okay. And then the third one is that capitalism is falling apart around us and the people affected most by it are blaming conspiracy theories instead of corporations. That doesn't seem like a conspiracy theory. Okay, we'll, we'll, that seems like just a we'll thing, scrap the last one. But <laughs> <laughs> mm, I feel like you know the emoji where he's kind of got his hand on his chin and he's looking up like. Mm. <laughs> I feel like that needs to come at the end of the title of that that third one. Okay, so I've got two legit ones I'm pitching. The first one is that polar bears don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do you think people would be willing to believe that polar bears don't exist? Tom, have you ever seen a polar bear? Um, I might have done, actually, in a zoo. It was just a bear sprayed white. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, um, their fur is invisible. How can you see them? That's a fact that a, fur's, a polar bear's fur is see-through. Okay, but the fact that polar bear's fur is see-through is the kind of thing that's come from scientists. Like, if the scientists were in charge of this conspiracy theory, they wouldn't give you a fact like that. Yeah, and they, they would. also spray them They white. would, because it doesn't make sense. I think that they would, like, scientists would just make up that polar bears exist and then make up loads of randoid facts about them. Randoid is a mix between random and factoid. <laughs> so I'm saying random factoid facts. Um, Randoids. And, like, the, the the fact that polar bears use their paws to cover their black nose so that rabbits don't see them, that's a weird fact that was clearly made up. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is just... I think this is just another animal that goes on the list of animals you are angry about and you don't know why. <laughs> no, I actually like polar bears. Do I just you? think... It's not like blue whales or octopuses who you're just mad at. No, that's just my fear of the sea and sea animals in general okay. but especially blue whales because they are too large but polar bears are about right <laughs> <laughs> about as big as a thing should be yeah right okay and why 
what would be the um, given explanation in this conspiracy theory? Okay, this isn't that well thought through. This originated because there's a conspiracy theory that some people believe that Australia doesn't exist. And there's another conspiracy theory that Finland doesn't exist. And that they're both just made up. And I thought, if people are claiming that whole countries aren't made up, we could definitely convince people that polar bears aren't real. Because I was thinking of an animal that people don't actually see all that often. Mm. And I was thinking, polar bear. You don't actually see a polar bear that often. I don't think there's many people who have seen polar bears. You could link it to a global warming thing that they were invented as a kind of post Yeah, they're using them. So you can be like, oh, I don't want the polar bears to die. Polar bears are the perfect cute animal. They are adorable. (laughs) And they look just like men in a bear suit. They do a bit. Not as much as pandas do. Not as much as pandas. Pandas. Maybe maybe it should be that pandas don't exist. Yeah, but pandas are useless and benign. And a lot of people uh, have seen pandas in zoos. I don't think that many people have seen polar bears in zoos. I think I saw... And also, I think it's suspicious that... On documentaries, you can't get close enough to a polar bear to film its voice and its roar because then you'd be dead because a polar bear would eat you. But yeah. we still hear them on documentaries. Hmm? <laughs> What's that, scientists? Can polar I, bears aren't real. Can I tell you what that is? Sure. That, as I found out when I was doing open days for university, doing music technology, that's a man in a sound booth whose professional job is to impersonate polar bears on a microphone. So they've already got a polar bear impersonator. They have to do that for loads of... All the planet Earth stuff, right? You know, the, all the all that brilliant animal photography and all that kind of stuff. Do you think they've got a little man with a boom pole, like, pointed towards the tigers or whatever, going like, all right, lads, could you just project your voice, please, and aim your voice this way? No, a lot of that sound is not real or on the so track. it's just a man going wow not going wow but <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly more sophisticated sometimes it's like sound samples but yeah a lot of them are just not the real sounds hmm so we can already prove that the sounds of polar bears are not real yeah, yeah and i I, f- I feel like i feel like you could convince some people that polar bears don't actually exist you could I think we just need to have a really good reason for yeah. why polar bears I think it, I think it should be the global warming thing. Mm. I think it should be global warming isn't a thing and they've just invented polar bears to make you feel sorry for them. Because mm. they're cute, but also they're powerful. So you can sort of find them cute and nice, but some people can but also find never them go near strong them. and terrifying. You're never allowed to go near them. Yeah. I'd just like to reiterate that we don't believe this and that we're just coming up with a conspiracy theory to put online and see what happens. The first polar bear was discovered in 1774. Hmm. That was a while ago. <laughs> 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 yes, it was a fair amount of time ago. That was ago. before global warming. We, we can work our way around that. That was a lie. Well, that can, that can also have been, yeah, retroactively yeah made up as a fact i feel like all of our conspiracy theories we're pitching we can run with them like we'll it's just, just choosing the easiest and also one. i think as we put things out into the world we probably will fake some evidence so i can't wait to fake some evidence i'm gonna photoshop a man 
dressed up as a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll have to Photoshop that. <laughs> There's some very specialist websites, I imagine, where uh, you'll oh, be yeah. able to find that. Gross. Fairies. Right, my second yeah. one. Second the World one. Health Organization have a cure for the common cold, but they aren't sharing it. Now, that is similar to conspiracy theories that already exist, that yeah. we have the cure to like AIDS and stuff, yeah. and that that's not been... Um, uh, spread or, yeah. or given out to people. I was just thinking the common cold, it's just, it's really irritating and everyone gets it so everyone understands how annoying it is. Mm. But the gov- maybe the World Health Organization are evil scientists who aren't sharing it because they don't want people to be on their level. Like imagine how much you could do if you never got ill. I could do a lot. I've I've been, well, I mean, last night I was ill and I went to bed really early and that meant I was great this morning. So mm. that was actually kind of a, a plus. <laughs> but overall, yeah, I'd love to never be ill. Yeah. That'd be great. Especially with like a cold because it slows you down. And maybe mm. the idea is that like the Illuminati and the New World Order just infect people with colds every so often. So that it's not like you're seriously ill, but it's enough of an annoyance but it stops you from getting shit done and just drains your immune system slightly and just makes you weaker and worse. Yeah. Okay. I could I could see that as a conspiracy theory yeah. that people believe because it's so similar to ones that already exist. Yeah. And that it would be more in the in the benefit of big pharma to mm-hmm. sell us um you know, painkillers and yeah. all that kind of stuff just to sort of temporarily treat us yeah. so that we keep pumping money into them. We could do, they have a cure for the flu. Oh, wait, they do have a cure for the flu. That's a vaccination. Never yes. mind. <laughs> Maybe they could, yeah. Hmm. Something to think about. It is. It is something to think about. Um, okay, so what else is there to... Like, are we going to decide on one now or are we going to throw it out to the people? I think throw it out to the people. Yeah. See how it goes. So we've got the Mall Santas. So let me just write down the three con- the, yeah. the conspiracy. I'm decided so, whether they're going to be assassins or spies yet, but I will have decided by the time I put a poll. Out. Okay. So Mall Santas are evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, polar bears don't exist. Yeah. And the World Health Organization have a cure for the common cold. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, did you have another one? Uh, capitalism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> okay. I think the plan of action is... Yeah. We'll let people vote, and then we'll start a strategy for spreading ideas. I think our strategy is going to be... Posting on Reddit, mainly. I mm. would quite like to fake some articles. Like, I don't know if anyone has listened to the um, Dinosaurs Built with Pyramid um, episode. But that entire conspiracy was done off a fake news article. So if we can get one article on one shit website about our conspiracy theory, then we're golden. Like, it will spread. Yeah. Yeah, even if we can send it to people... Um, like mocking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was talking about earlier. Even if we can send it to people going like, oh, "Have you uh-huh. seen this thing I that people believe? people believe? How it. stupid is that?" And then that spreads, and yeah. then 
Mm-hmm. Um, I want to fake a fake a video as well. You know those really poor quality conspiracy videos. Oh well, this is my plan. Is I've got a lot of summer free, and I was thinking about making a YouTube channel for Cat's Cabinet and doing mm. some little mini episodes where I like talk about um, mini theories and stuff like that. I was thinking instead I might just start a channel about our conspiracy theory because the flat earth conspiracy theory came from one guy on one youtube channel who kind of originated the movement really just because he pumped out so much content so i might just make a load of shitty videos on like windows movie maker (laughs) with a rubbish robot voice Mm. and just put it out there I, i can't believe i've recently invested in all this um expensive video editing equipment (laughs) and you're like yeah our video windows movie maker it has to be genuine well yeah but i don't want you've you've got a lot of other things on your plate at the moment i don't want to put more video making onto you but plate we'll see yeah but we'll we'll definitely get some or maybe we'll make a fake documentary about our conspiracy theory and put Mm. it out there and make it really well made we'll see i think this is going to be a summer of fake conspiracy where we try and put it out there into the world and just document how it spreads i'm looking forward to it yeah me too i'm really excited i I really hope that it takes just a little bit i want like i want one person to believe it mm, even for a bit yeah um if if our conspiracy theory if we're lucky enough that it does go really wide uh-huh. and then if unfortunately it has really bad consequences or something horrible happens i'd like to preemptively apologize and uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so just in case anyone's listening back to this episode and we're we're in, in jail 50 for years murder time and something. the world has collapsed and, <laughs> <laughs> and elon musk's death robots are um going beep boop this was in such poor taste beep, boop. <laughs> listen to this podcast episode um then i um, yeah i'm gonna feel a bit silly yeah. I hope more Santas don't get attacked or anything. But yeah. That might be That sad. That would be sad. Mm. But I don't think that will happen. No. No, probably not. Um, anyway, it's for the people to decide. Yeah, it for is the people. for the people so to you decide. So you can tweet us. We're at Cat's Cabinet underscore pod. Um, we're also on Facebook. Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities mm-hmm. is the podcast. Yeah. Um, our podient is... Um, I've got it open one sec. Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities dot Podient dot co. Podient is P-O-D-I-A-N-T. And that is a, a new podcast mm-hmm. service we've uh, moved on yeah, to. Yeah, it's exciting. We're mm. looking forward to it. Um, enjoying it and that. So if you also have a conspiracy theory that you want to pitch. Yes, we are comment, open to suggestions. Tweet us. We've got some suggestions. We maybe we'll make a poll where you can add suggestions and see whatever gets the most votes. Mm. Um, yeah, let's do that if we get a bit of traction. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think that is uh, that's it really. Yeah. Unless there's any any other truth bombs you need to drop on me about podcasts. Um, polar bears don't exist. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> We've not started yet. <laughs> okay. 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 Stay subscribed for more episodes. Yeah. Uh, do we um, know what the next one's going to be about? Um. She's scrolling down a list. She's checking it twice. She's trying to find out um, your personal banking information, cat. 
mole santa is coming to town okay so next week is gonna be actually next week i'm really excited for the one that's next week um we're doing there's this true crime case where this guy was this woman sorry was murdered sorry this woman died i should say yeah and her husband was convicted for it and then his defense was an owl did it <laughs> so, so next week's episode is going to be on murderer or killer owl i love it <laughs> let's end on that because that's that's the that's the perfect end yeah. okay right. we'll see you next week see you next week bye-bye Bye.